welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now here are your hosts, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, and Jim Rodriguez. And the good times continue from world headquarters of Cigar Snob Magazine. It is the podcast internationally known around the world. To rock the microphone. That's right. With the legends. I'm Jim Rodriguez. That's Ivano Campo. <laughs> That's the legends whose name I just <laughs> forgot. I had a senior moment. I had a senior moment. <laughs> Eric Calvino. I don't care. Well, Jasper just said. Jasper's already giving me a dirty look. He yeah. just he, he just shook his head at me and said, "Yeah." Uh-huh. And 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 then they then they call me. And they call the the horse an animal. What's going on, everybody? Happy you're along. What's up, boys? Everything good? What's up, Jimbo? All good, bro. How about you? I'm good. I just thought legends was enough. You know, I didn't. Need, you actually needed the names, but hmm. you know. Mm. You know how that worked. It's all that retro hailing. It's got me yeah. feeling good. <laughs> and so does this cigar. We're going to do this uh, smoky treat later on. Big, big extravaganza on the traveling circus that is the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. We're going to talk about some tequilas today. Going to taste that with this fine, fine smoky treat. We're going to talk to Pablo Estadas. That's right. From Total Wine oh, and More. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Lots to get to. And I am just absolutely ecstatic about this Avo that we're going to smoke. Brand new to the market. Brand spanking new. We're going to get into that. But first, Jasper, what you got? If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto. The La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one, and tell them Jasper sent you. All right, my man. That horse is looking good. That horse, Chenta the horse, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that horse eats better than all of us, I think, man. Good stuff. All right, let's get to it. Caballeros que fuman. And talk about this great cigar. So what we've got today is the Avo Synchro Caribe. Uh, it is a new release from Avo. Uh, 6x52 is the size that we're smoking it in. It also comes, I believe, in a, in a Robusto 5x50 and a, and a Gordo 6x60. Uh, made in the Dominican Republic, as most Avos are. 
the rapper is Dominican. It's like a, it's like a dark-ish rapper, right? Not quite dark, but mm-hmm. but not quite light. So it's kind of like middle of the road dark. Uh, the binders from Ecuador, which is uncommon, right? Normally, your rapper is from Ecuador, right? So that's that's an interesting change. So you've got an Ecuadorian binder, and then the fillers from the Dominican and Nicaragua. So this is, you know, like a in recent times, Davidoff, a very Dominican cigar, has started to incorporate more Nicaraguan tobacco in their blends. Uh, d- by the way, sorry, Davidoff, which makes the Avo, um, they've started to incorporate more Nicaraguan tobacco, kind of brings that little pepper and that little spice and a little more power than than the traditional all-Dominican uh, Davidoff with a usually... Usually a Davidoff is all Dominican tobacco with an Ecuadorian wrapper, typically. Uh, and nowadays, they've started to incorporate more of this Nicaraguan tobacco that has a little bit more spice, a little bit more kick to it. And I think this cigar is, is a, a perfect example of that, right? It's very Dominican, but yet has that, that Nica kick to it. Mm. Uh, so this is MSRP for this size, for the, for the Toro, is eleven ninety. Uh, I'll read you off, uh, off of the press release that they sent. Uh, because I think it, it's part of what they're what they're going for here. Uh, the Avo Synchro series is centered around the concept of tobacco synchronization. This is an incorporation of the diversity, complexity, and compatibility compatibility of selected tobaccos from varying regions. States Lana Frazier, director of marketing and retail at Davidoff, with the newest edition of the Avo Synchro Caribe, we strive to deliver new frontiers in cigar experiences. Uh, so. What do you guys think about it? Like we we just lit it, right? So we're maybe a quarter of an inch in. Where where are you at with it, Ivan? I think diversity and complexity are the first. Yeah, that's like key words in there, right? Key yeah. word. It does jump out, especially when you smoke it. You, I get that that signature Davidoff uh, taste to it, but it's very mild, like in the background. It's not very up in your face. And I couldn't agree but, with you more. But then you get these spices that, again, you're not really used to on a for example a regular um a traditional traditional novel yeah exactly but it, it it gives you all this different like complexity and flavor that that you're not used to that it makes it very nice what do you think what about you jim yeah i mean for, for for my sort of beginner's palate there is so much going on here you know it's kind of like when you walk into a room and you're you're introduced to a whole bunch of people and you're just kind of high, 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 high. There's just, you know, it's, 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 I don't want to say overwhelming, but there's a lot going on there. Um, it, it's, it's a lot smoother than I thought it would be because by just looking at the wrapper and you had mentioned you mean it, the, the wrapper or yeah. the, or the label, um, the wrapper okay. just, you know, it's, it, it's, it's darker. It's a little bit on the dark side. So I, I thought I was preparing myself for a very sort of a punch right out the gate. Mm-hmm. It's very smooth. And, and into Ivan's point, after you smoke, after you do the retrohale, and it settles in, then you start getting that little kick at the end with the spices yep. and the peppers. So that's I'm interested to, to take, the, take to this it. ride. It's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it complexes the word, guys. It, it is. And, and it, it, there's so much going on with this that I'm just sort of – it get, it gets your attention. Right, yeah, right the yeah. I think, uh, you know, the key, I think, the key to this blend, uh, aside from – that Nicaraguan peppery spice thing that it has going on, which is very nice, is the sweetness that it manages to bring in. And and you said it on the on the retro hill when you let it all out. There's that 
peppery spiciness, but then there's also a really nice and pleasant sweetness back there that kind of complements it. Because if not, if you just had that peppery spice, I think it, it would be like overbearing and it, yeah. it would it would bother you. But then also that Davidoff note, which is kind of hard to to explain sometimes, that traditional Davidoff note has like a like an herbal note to it, right? It's like wood with an herbal note. And that's that's like the traditional Davidoff taste of the, of the tobacco that they grow, you know, and so that's in there. So yeah, really a well done. Uh, I I enjoy the cigar. Um, I enjoy that Davidoff nature with that spicy kick. So I'm, I'm digging it, man. Where do you think it is uh, strength wise? I think it's like dead on medium. Medium. Mm-hmm. I think at so. least that's where I'm at with it. Me too. My notes I put. Uh, a little sweet, a little spice, and medium. I, I really, and like I say, I can't get enough of how after after the, the retro hail, it's sort of you have to you wait a little bit, and then it's it's like it's like a it's like a warm hug. It's yep. like a nice blanket that just kind of it, it, it's a calming, it's reassuring. It's a really good smoke. Get it's it. a really good smoke. That's how you put that very well. Huh? It's very calming. It's very reassuring. It's, it's like you know, you're, you're, you're maybe it's like a comfort cigar for you now. Yeah, if, if it's what it feels like, it's it's really it's like good. Maple I mean, I've, syrup and pancakes for you. I mean, listen, <laughs> I've been so fired up ever since this came out to to try it. Yeah, so, yeah you so, did tell me that. So to to have it here sitting on the desk here, I was like, it's Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day for me, so I'm excited. And of course, you know me. I love the bands, and the bands. It's I mean, it 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 pops. It's the colorful. color, the yes, colors are bright. Yep. And and it's supposed to be kind of you know the people that I've talked to. It's it's supposed to be kind of have that Caribbean sort of vibe to it. So it's very bright. It's very bold. Um, it's 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 really cool. The, the the blue, but it's it's you know there's like some blue, there's some some greenish teal, there's some red in it. It's really really it's a fun looking band. So it definitely jumps out at you. It's pretty hard to miss. Yeah, it's very unique. I mean, you'll be able to pick this out if anybody's smoking it in a in a in a group of people. You'll be able to say, "Hey, that's the uh, the the Avo Caribe," because it really does stand out. Yeah, and it and it does sort of and you know the idea of a, of a cigar label is to set you up in a way for what you're about to smoke, and it certainly does that. Right, that color palette it kind of puts you in that in that space that that they want you to be in. And, that, and that's all you can ask for from a packaging standpoint, right? right. Like you hate it when you've got, and not hate it, hate it is, is a little strong. But It's like uh, I tell my kids, we don't hate. We may not like, <laughs> but we don't hate. But yeah, when you're misguided by the by the packaging, you know, like for example, you know, an, another Avo, uh, Davidoff product, that, that Davidoff white label, that white label with that gold lettering, you're like, oh, luxury i'm gonna right. love you know like right. it feels right right so anyway this this also along those lines sets you up uh really well i also like how they made the the avo uh a lot bigger and more uh prominent the, the, yeah more prominent that's the right word so anyway that's enough on the label okay <laughs> and 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 just to finish it off and, and you you gave us the size of this toro uh it, it feels good in your hand it feels like you know you got a sturdy Good cigar. It, it, it fills up. It fills up my hand. It, I like it. I like it a lot. It's, it's, yeah, it's those comfort. small hands, though. That's a problem. Well, you, you know what they say about small hands. Small gloves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to so, these. <laughs> let me ask you something. Have you had to relight it? No, no, not yet. Oh, what a segue! That's, I gave you the segue. You didn't take it. Somebody, somebody is somebody's a producer. Somebody's a producer. I gave you a segue. That is our X's and O's. 
All right, so not only is he the boss, not only is the, is he the man, he's the guy, Eric is the guy, when he walks in the room, everybody starts typing, everybody starts working, oh, Eric's here, and, not only, and he's the Segway king of South Florida. <laughs> That's where we're going we're gonna to talk about relighting, and that comes from a listener, from Jerry Patterson. So thanks for reaching out, Jerry, and here's what he wrote. My question is, sometimes I don't have the time to enjoy a cigar all the way through. What are your thoughts about cutting cigars in half and smoking a portion while saving the other half for later? That's Jerry Patterson. So, by the way, Jerry Patterson from he he uh, he signed off as Jerry Patterson from Cigar City, Florida. Oh, well, that would be Ebor City, I, uh, I would imagine. Yep, eight one three is in the house. Eight one three. Being from being from Southern California, we're we're very you know area code snobby. Well, I mean, Miami, come on. Yeah. 305-786-954. All right. So so, so let's get into that a little bit. We're, we're, we're going to take Jerry's question and we're going to kind of spin it a little bit toward relighting. Because I actually had somebody mention this to me as well about relighting a cigar. Like, like you know, we're talking and, you know, being that we're, you know, Latinos, we talk and everything like that. And all of a sudden your cigar goes out. I think you don't have to be Latino for that to happen to you. you. Know? I'm just gonna. You're just Gabby. Yeah. Verbose. Yeah. I think you're you. That happens a lot, right? You're in a. I mean, cigars facilitate conversation, right? Between people of all cultures, not just Hispanics. We're inclusive here at Cigars yeah, yeah. Not Magazine. And and so yeah, when you start talking or blah blah blah, and you and you have to relight your cigar. That isn't what Jerry's talking about, but we are going to expand the whole relight topic, right? So. And and that was the and that and that's the point of my question. So okay. Eric and Ivan, my cigar has gone out, so I will I will ash it out. Well, I think that has to be said because a lot of people don't do that. So right, because you can't light ash. You can, but nothing will happen. Correct. So so yeah. Step one: if your cigar went out, it's best to ash it before uh, relighting. Before putting the fire to it again. That way, like you said, you know you're you're relighting ash. There's no reason to relight ash. So get some of it off. Don't. Tap it to the point that you're like smashing the cigar, obviously, but get all of the ash off uh, and then proceed with your relight, right? So, so if that's, I'm, that's just a very simple beginning to the relight conversation. All right. So to get technical about that, in my experience, when I go to relight, if, I, if it's only been out for, let's say, 10, 15 minutes, that's exactly what I'll do. I'll do a, like a light tap out and then I'd, I'd relight the cigar. But if it's been out for a longer while, let's say half hour, 45 minutes, which I've usually done. For example, we did it recently. We were going into a restaurant and I was smoking a great cigar. I had a Wawensa cigar. Yep. Uh, and I didn't want to put this thing away, but we were going into the restaurant. Uh, I wanted to keep smoking it after we were done. I put it down. We went. I came back. And now, instead of just tapping it out, I cut off the tip. And then I relit it. Because I wanted a, a little bit fresher start yeah. from where I was at before. Yeah, and, and I think that uh, you're doing that, and, and I do it sometimes as well. And you're doing it, it's almost like uh, you know that the tobacco closest to the ash is the one that has gotten the hottest. And the real problem with relights is that when the tobacco heats up, its chemical composition changes, mm. and it no longer tastes and smells the same way. So what you're doing, Ivan, is... You're trying to get rid of the majority of that, like really tobacco that got really hot, right? And you're you're kind of you're trying to give it a fresher start, and I think that that's that's a fair thing to do, 
uh, I, I do it all the time as well. I, I try not to get in that scenario, right? I'm a little bit more, uh, I try to plan it out a little bit more, but, but you're right. I, we were together when that, uh, when that relate situation that you talked about happened. And I don't know, it didn't feel like that, like it was going to be that adverse. I didn't, I just tapped the ash and I, and I relit sure, sure. and it's okay. So what's going to happen is the, the first few puffs are going to, are may taste a little funky. But if you're not a cigar smoker that that heats up the tobacco, and what I mean by that is some smokers, they puff too often and, and too hard. And they get all of that tobacco so hot in there mm-hmm. that they actually are changing that tobacco even as they're smoking it. And it becomes harsh even, even without a relight. So I think that even before we talk about relights, you really should pace the the puffing, right? You shouldn't try to over, you should try not to overheat the tobacco because that, that's not going to be good no matter what, right? So first off, pace it off right. And if you are going to relight, giving it the old Ivan restart of clipping off uh, with your cutter, just clip off, uh, I don't know, what do you say? Like a quarter inch after the, the ash? It really yeah, depends. It depends. It, yeah, you clip it off and you see a, uh the the center the core is still very black very black and I'll, and like even like moist i'll go a little further yeah the, just trying to get rid of that black core as much as possible and again it 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 depends on the quality of the cigar too that's the biggest thing right and yeah we were gonna get to that if it's a shitty cigar i mean if, if, it's, a, if it's a bad cigar yeah, yeah. It, it's probably not even worth the relight spend the money and buy another one just buy another one right yeah uh, so that's it how do you feel uh so have you had the where, where are you on this jim well, for me, I, I, I kind of, I've, I've always thought it was, you, you never want to be, you know, black or white. You don't want to say, no, you never do this. Yeah, and in cigars, by the way, in cigars, nothing is black and white like that. Right, because it's all subjective to your palate, your taste, and what you want to do with yeah, it. Yeah, well, it feels, I mean, you bought the cigar, right? You can do whatever the hell you want with it. But to, to me, is there a, a time limit? You know, if it's been 30 minutes, if it's been five minutes, it's been an hour how would you sort of, sort of gauge about just relighting it? Again, it, there's so many factors involved, but quality of the cigar, the ring gauge also matters. Yes. Right? Because uh, a thin cigar like a Lancero, it heats up just naturally, heats up more because there's less tobacco in there. So everything is close to the flame. Uh, whereas a 6x60, it smokes cool to begin with. But again... It's all based on so many different factors of quality, right? How good was a cigar to begin with? If this was an expensive cigar that has very aged, good tobacco in there, uh, then you can wait. You, you can wait as long. You know what? When you relight it, if it tastes harsh and nasty after the first couple puffs, then that cigar is probably too far gone. Yeah. And I think that's probably the best advice you can give anyone is uh, there's no time limit to it. Just when you relight it, if it doesn't taste the way that you want it to taste, then you're you're kind of done with it. What what about to Jerry's point? Okay. Okay, so you you you're going to come back later, maybe even the next day. You're you're even plan you're planning. This is a planned relight in Jerry's case. Yes. He's like I know I don't have time to smoke. I a like this cigar. I don't want to buy another one. I'm I'm committed here. I'm I'm in poker. I'm pot committed to this cigar. And you cut and you cut it in half before even lighting it. Before even lighting it, how, how, how do you how how do you approach that? So there's there's a couple of so this is a completely different problem. the The original relight is the tobacco heated up on you, right? 
in Jerry's case, the problem is that the blend of that cigar has been, or that cigar has been blended to be smoked in one sitting, right? So the cigar, the blender will put, like maybe maybe they'll put like a, a little bit of Ligero at the front to kind of give you that little kickstart when you when you start that, that little pep of, little hit of pepper and spice. And, and then maybe there's no more of that in the middle of the cigar. And they're doing that because they want the cigar to take you on a little bit of a ride, mm-hmm. right? They, in the ideal world, the cigar is going to take like three jumps, right? When you light it, it's going to be a certain way. Then the middle game is going to be a certain way. And then the end game is going to be different. And so, uh, so when you cut it right out of the gate, you're eliminating that. But hey, I mean, if that's what you had to do, that's what you had to do. The bigger problem is how do you deal with the tobacco unraveling on you when you cut it down the middle? So one solution, if you are a person that does what Jerry does, and speaking to you, Jerry, because you do what Jerry does, uh, you probably want to get your hands on some pectin to when you cut it. If if you are really going to continue doing that, when you cut it down the middle, you can use this sugar-based glue called pectin, which all cigar makers use. And you can kind of put a little bit on that end so that it doesn't unravel on you. And you can you can smoke it without the fear of it falling apart on you. So I can I can I can give you a link to the pectin. So you can usually, buy it. It's cheap. I usually use the saliva. The old uh, saliva method. The, uh, saliva yeah, because I've seen guys in, in, in I imagine Jerry is too. I've seen the guys in the lounge that literally just lick Yeah, just lick, lick that sucker. Lick lick the side of it. I, I've always approached it like this. It's like watching a movie. Okay. And you skip ahead. And something happens, and since you didn't see the first part, you, now you don't understand what the movie means because all of a sudden the cop says this, okay. and everybody's like, that's a, that's uh, what? Uh, what happened? All because the murderer said this at the beginning of the movie, and, and it missed it. So, And at the end of the day, I've always said this. Cigars, I've, I've always said, are like women. If you don't pay attention to it and it goes on on you, it's going to be a bad ride. <laughs> so just, just remember that. Yeah. We, we, we've all had that. I have a friend who... Um We'll relight a cigar. We'll smoke a cigar over a two-day period. Mm. Yeah, shout out to Leo Clavel. I've tried to get <laughs> I've tried to get him to stop doing that, and I think for the most part he has. He just buys more cigars, but uh, but he'll relight a cigar five, six, seven times over a two-day period and fin- and finishes it in two days at, at his office. And I'm like, man, I don't know if that's uh, the right thing yeah. to do. <laughs> We're a little yeah. bit more snobby here, hence the name of the magazine. Uh, we don't do that. I'll give you more cigars. You should go buy some more. And he and he's not doing that anymore. But but people do that. It depends on your palate. It depends on what how you like to do it. But everybody has a different way, you know. Yeah, I think uh, you know. Again, like we said earlier, there's no black or white answer here. Whatever works for you, Jerry. If that if you do that and it works for you and you're happy doing that, man, there is no reason to change it if it works. Uh, the only reason I threw in the the pectin idea is. It's because if that is a problem and the and the Ivan saliva method uh, isn't working, <laughs> then um, you're fresh out of saliva. <laughs> you're fresh out of saliva. Some pectin would do the trick, but oh, uh, I love it. But yeah, you can you can just Google uh, pectin. How do you cigar, spell it? How do you spell pectin? P e c t i n, and P-E-C-T-I-N. and you can find a number of, of people who sell it, uh, and they'll just sell you a little jar of it, and then uh, I, you know maybe we'll put some notes in the. In the comments, some a link in the comments or something for it. It works well on toenail fungus, also. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. So, oh. 
I am, yeah, no. There's one to grow on. And make sure you spell it correctly because you never know what you'll get if you spell pectin wrong. You never know. Your firewall may kick in. Hey, thanks to Jerry. And remember, if there's a cigar question you want answered, send it to us. Questions at CigarSnobMag.com. Questions at CigarSnobMag.com. And if we read you, if we read your and answer your question, we'll send you what? A Cigar Snob Swag Pack. So, Jerry, you got one of those coming your way, buddy. We'll nice, send you Jerry. an email shortly. Nice, Jerry. Good stuff. Maybe we're looking to put some pectin in there one of these. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I may have an extra one. Excellent. Excellent. And now, my friend, our good buddy Ivan's got something from Villiger. Yeah. A cigar that doesn't need any pectin. <laughs> <laughs> the Cuellar Black Forest. Villiger Cigars, a brand synonymous with European style and sophistication, invites you to try the Cuellar Black Forest. Made at the famous Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic, the Cuellar Black Forest is crafted using only the finest tobaccos, resulting in a smooth and complex smoke you are sure to enjoy. And what is it exactly that makes the Cuellar Black Forest such a spectacular smoke? It's the highly sought-after Mexican San Andres tobacco it's beautifully wrapped in. Aged to perfection, the Mexican San Andres produces a robust amount of flavor while giving the cigar its gorgeous dark walnut color appearance and oily textured finish. Named after the majestic forest where Chairman Heinrich Villiger grew up near, the cigar is a tribute to the passion which is embedded in the long history of cigar making at Villiger Cigars. The Cuellar Black Forest. Go out and try one today. Nice. Time now. Uh, Jasper was telling me, we were, we were talking before the show started, that Chente and him love some tequilas. So let's get oh into boy. some Añejo tequilas. That's right. Perfect pairing. Bring out the booze. All right, Jasper. Yes, indeed. It is Añejo tequila time. And now, truth be told, I am not a big tequila person. Really? I am not a big tequila person. Even from, from Cali? Uh, uh, yeah. I know. Uh, you know Everybody what? Everybody from Cali is I, a big tequila person. I'm the, I'm the Cuban mas Mexican, as I like to say, you know. <laughs> and tequila just... What does I, that even mean? I, I mean, it means I'm Cuban, but I grew up in L.A., so I'm more Mexican. Go Raiders! Than, than anything else, you know? So, uh-huh. I, so I, and just the tequila never... You know, I am also the only Cuban that doesn't swim, so, you know? Okay. Huh. How'd you get off the island? I'm well, you know, you know, it's, it's funny. My, I, I always told my dad, I was like, Dad, you know, how can I not swim? And his answer was, we're already here. We're, we're here. Yeah, we're, we're, what do you need to swim for? I, I did, what are you going to get on the hard part? I got you here, buddy. Yeah, brother, I did the heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> Feet on the ground, brother. Feet on the ground. I'll be here all week. <laughs> all right. All right. Tip your waitresses. Please send all. <laughs> Try the veal. <laughs> please send all, all the emails to the United Nations, please. All right. So let's do our perfect pairing. You know, thanks to our buddies over at Total Wine. And we've got three Añejo tequilas. And... Let's first start by just the glasses. They're all kind of cool. Like, like tequila A is in this kind of flute wine. It almost looks like a snifter and a and a, and a wine flute had a baby. Beautiful glass. I'm a big fan of. Do yeah. not talk bad about my glass. No, I'm not. I just when it came out, I was like, wow, what is this? This is as we like to say, heavy duty. <laughs> all right, so let's let, let's talk about te- like a, as we like to say, heavy duty. <laughs> and by we means you. Nobody yeah, else. Nobody right, else says yeah, that. Yeah. Nobody else says that. All right, well, let's take a look at this bad boy. First of all, let's look at the color. Uh, dark? Dark tequila. Well, I mean, yeah. So these are Añejo. So, you know, when you think of tequila, you're always thinking of that cristalino, right? That platinum, mm-hmm. uh, crystal clear looking tequila. You think of, This has spent time in a barrel. You think of tequila. You think of Cancun. Yeah. Back well, in the, yeah, yeah, back in the day. The whistle, the right. guy shakes your head and everything. Yeah, and yeah tequila shooters. This is Ooh. not those. This is tequila. not that. No, this looks very nice. So right. on the nose, very interesting. Sweet, caramelly. Caramel. It's almost like a almost bourbony, but with a with almost a with bourbon-y. 
uh, an agave in there, but it's it's very vanilla caramel. And I'll tell you what, right away, for those of you who may not be into tequila, immediately the smell is welcoming because it doesn't smell like tequila, mm -hmm. right? It's got a tiny touch of of agave back there. Right. You can you can yeah. you can smell I'm, it. I'm but getting through, it through through caramel and vanilla. Here we go. Let's take a little sip. Of it. I don't know if it's the glass, but it tastes delicious. Okay, you guys are lying to me. This isn't tequila. Oof! Wow, that's that's, that's very, really nice. Very good because it is awesome, right? This is, and I kid you not, it's the best tequila I've ever had. If yeah, nice. I, I like I like that right out of the gate. We're not giving him the best. And, and I'm not a tequila because because I think for me, I've got so sort of that. You know, my Rolodex of bad tequila moments, you know what sure. I mean? It, Everyone has them. And, and immediately, and immediately, like, I was like, oh, my God, tequila. Okay, well. You're mm -hmm. thinking we were going to hit you with some Jose Cuervo you know, uh, cause again, back in the day? You, you know, you think of being on the beach in, in Rosarito and some guy with seven hats on his head is, is, is shaking your head. Arriba, abajo, adentro, you know? Yeah. But immediately, it's so smooth. It's very nice. All right, so, so how does it pair with our Avo Caribe? Eric? So I'm literally puffing on it right now. So in terms of the, the tequila, it, it kind of gets lost in the cigar. As nice as it tastes by itself. Very nice. Ivan, how are you doing with it? I think it's perfect. As far as, as pairings go, I don't know. I, I'd love this combination. You still get a lot of the, you still get all that sweetness. I mean, it doesn't. The cigar, get, the cigar doesn't change one bit, though. No, it doesn't. It, it, that's what I was talking about. You still get all the sweetness and all the spice in the cigar, and then. Yeah. So in terms of both products, sort of continuing to live on their own. Yeah, it works, but I don't know if that's an ideal pairing for in my world of what I like in a pair. But that that is subjective, right? Right. In a pairing, my. You know, best case scenario is when the tequila or the spirit ends up tasting better. So the the cigar fills in the the gaps that the pro that the spirit had, and the spirit fills in the gaps that the cigar had. Uh, I think that's going to be tough to do with this cigar because it's an extremely well balanced cigar, right? It has that herbal herbal note, that sweetness, and that spiciness. It's kind of tough. It doesn't have any holes to fill, really. So that's going to be tough. Uh, having said that, they both still continue to work well together or separately as you as you drink and smoke. This is like having a roommate. You got you got your room and you got yep. your stuff and then your roommate's got their room and everybody's living harmoniously. Yeah. Yep. That's, but it, that's but it's exactly, definitely everyone's well got their own space. You know, they're, they're independent until they bring their girlfriend and we got to hang out in the living room. Put the sock on the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? what? All right. So that was a. Let's go to B. Now this one, a little clearer. Yep, a little clearer. Yep, yep. definitely less uh, less amber. Yeah. In the glass, it's more like a sample of something. <laughs> Come on, Ivan. <laughs> you're not getting the you're, you're getting the job. You're getting the job with this one. You're getting the job. <laughs> Hope so. All right. All right. Whoa! So, whoa! Incredibly sweet on the nose. Right. Holy Just, smoke! And again, it doesn't smell like tequila. It's like no, it butter, smells like it smells like vanilla bean. Like, Butterscotch, yeah. Vanilla. Oh, the butterscotch, absolutely. Butterscotch is a great call. Absolutely. Holy mackerel! Right. Whoa, this right. is a dessert tequila. I'm going in. I'm going in. It's super sweet. It's like ice cream. Oh my gosh! 
right? It it is I've, it is a, it is a piece of cheesecake. It's I've, dessert. I've never tasted a tequila like that ever. I, a, I wish you were this is tequila. A, as a dessert tequila, this is yeah unreal. Oh, as and a then dessert. and then the after. Oh my gosh! Just it's it's a piece of cheesecake. Oh my gosh! That's so sweet. So good. It is good. All right, so let's let's introduce the avo caribe to this. All right, so we're gonna do a little puppy puff. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the sweetness of this tequila. It's uh, it's almost too much, but it works okay. really, really well with the cigar. I can I can totally have this after dinner. Like it's an after yeah, dinner. Yeah, it's, it's an after dinner drink. No it's doubt about an it. After dinner drink, and then you're having the cigar. It works and it goes really great. nice to me. It works really nice yeah. with the cigar. Yeah, they play very well. The cigar and tequila. Wow, they are in synchronicity right now what it does uh in terms of what the pairing does to me is that maybe that overwhelming sweetness from the tequila it tones down the spice and pepper in the cigar Mm -hmm. to the point that it kind of levels it down a little and it it's really nice actually i I enjoy it because it is having an impact on the cigar and that's what i do want I, i want whatever the spirit is that i'm having to have some impact on the cigar, and and I think it's the the sweetness from this tequila, is definitely knocking down the spice. And for me, a, I felt a lot of heat in my tummy. Okay, okay. In your, oh, in your tummy, in, in my okay. tummy, in I my, felt, in my belly. I got a little, I got a little hot. Okay, you know. <laughs> okay, Jimmy. <laughs> well, you know. You okay, Jimmy. And la barriga, I felt, I felt, I felt a little heat from a. I don't feel the heat. And for again, a person who maybe not travels in the tequila world yeah this is very welcoming and they play very well together the cigar and the spirit i usually drink tequila when i go out okay at night and i know i'm gonna have like a long drinking night i'll it'll be a tequila night for me i don't think i could have b agreed for too, too sweet too sweet I yeah it's drink, not I it's not a, a tequila I can't you drink, drink all night this no. all night no way a i could do it b i can't and and don't even think about mixing this with any sort of cola because it'll just no be way. Your, your, no way. a twofold literally just fly out of your mouth it'll be so sweet yeah diabetic I mean, uh, cola <laughs> coming no, up for you no no you don't it, and they taste very complex and and expensive to me you know they've been aged and stuff i would nah, hate it, to mix it with, it's with definitely anything. an after dinner zipper yeah so you had you had dinner like ivan said had dinner your after dinner drink is this tequila and a cigar on the patio and yeah. you're golden but not if you're going out to party all night and drink all night. Yeah. It's a, it's for a different kind of night. Right. It's for the dinner and then after dinner drink night. Well, it's funny because the marketing of the Avo Caribe is just that. It's you on the beach in Costa Rica somewhere. It's almost and, like they had this tequila in mind. And this gets you there. All of a sudden, it's, you know, it's it's sunset. The waves are crashing. You're with your significant other. How much are they paying you, Jim? No, no. I'm just, I'm just listen. Truth be told, I interviewed so I interviewed Eddie Guerra, one of the brand managers. Ah, you see, and he slipped you. He slipped and, you and he got 20. me right. He, he, he got me. He, 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 put, he put me oh, the bug. Eddie, I know Eddie. We know him well. We've been friends for a long time. He said, "Jimmy, you know what? No, I know no, no. You're on the he, did, he did podcast. not. He did not pay me, but he, all he paid me with was his time to talk to me. And I always appreciate anybody that, that gives me a little bit of their time. But these these pair, oh, ma- I humble Jim. I, I don't know. If, I can't. I can't deal with humble Jim. I, I don't want humble Jim. Give me over the top. Hey, with this, I don't want that Jim. With this ridiculous shirt that I have on, I've got to be humble a little bit. You know what I mean? 
this this is my Magnum PI shirt that I got. It on. is you. You're right? very much uh, right? channeling your your Magnum PI. <laughs> All right. You so, came. You brought the Ferrari today. Yes. 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 <laughs> I, I I I told Chente last time I came. I had the top down, and Chente left me a little present. Ah, uh-huh, so yeah. That's that's what I get. All right. You, we ready to move on to C? Let's do it. All right. So C. I would say C is a is a combination in terms of color of A and B. It's it's not as dark as A. Yeah, middle of the darker road. Darker than yeah. darker than B. Still, still, again, still very dark for a tequila. How how is the viscosity? You you always drop that on yeah. us. How is the viscosity? It's, oh, it's it's actually it's very good. quite viscose. It really is viscose. You guys are analyzing more than you're drinking. I'm just <laughs> No, no, it is, man. It's got You're going on the viscose. I'm going on the viscosity of my esophagus. This is very good. <laughs> this tastes more traditional. Like more yes. less of a this less is a bourbon like less yeah, bourbon There's, as there's less of those bourbon notes in there for yeah, sure. It's more so less less charred charred barrel. More traditional tequila. Yeah. And would, and, it, and again, and to the nose, it smells like tequila. There there's no if ands or buts. This is a tequila. Yeah. All right, so let's let's introduce the cigar. It's funny. I, I have to relight my cigar. What? Jerry? No. How about that? Jerry, I see you, Jerry. I need a refill on my tequilas. Oh, what? boy. <laughs> I'm out. Pardon me, you, pardon me you've while been, I do You've this. been just slamming these then. <sighs> oh, this is his jam. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my jam. This is Ivan's this is world. Jam. This C is, um, is sweet. Not as sweet as as what we just tasted on the B. Okay, so let's say if if B was a a ten on sweetness, right. where are you at with B? Oh, it's C. It's probably six, pushing seven. I'm even a little lower than that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I find it more traditional, but I, I find it very sweet. I think six is fair for me. Yeah, yeah. but I dig it. Uh, actually, well, okay, look. They're I, all I, very I've, good. I've liked all three. All three are all three. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can drink all three. Leave no doubt. This They're has all been good. one of the best pairings. I mean, all three of these are excellent. Yeah. The um, so C, I would feel like I can drink more of C because there isn't a lot of that residual sugar. There's not a ton of it. There's some of it, but there isn't a ton of it. So it's not going to be uh, cloying on the on the palate, and you're not going to get tired of it. Right. Yeah. So I can do C. Uh, I haven't really thought about with the cigar yet. So you guys go ahead and. I will say this: if you are a tequila person, and Ivan, you're the tequila guy here. This is a tequila. It tastes like tequila. It feels like tequila, and it. I I don't I don't think it pairs well with the cigar because for me, a person who maybe not is into the tequilas. All I taste is tequila, and it, it overpowers the cigar. For okay, me. so yeah, for, me. for you. And now, now that I now that I did it, I did it in reverse. I did the cigar first on this puff, cigar first, then tequila, and the cigar wipes out the sweetness that was there, and it leaves you with agave. So like, if you don't like that tequila flavor, which is you, Jim, then uh, then this this wouldn't be for you. But in my world, it's kind of nice because I do like the the flavor of agave. Yeah. So. It's it's not bad either. Again, I I I've liked all three. And yeah. as far as uh, mixing in cocktails, I think I like C the best as a mixer. I, I, had, I agree. I, w- I, I would want to put some cola or something in here to kill that tequila sort of taste. Which no, is you know what I would say to you, Jim, mm. is if you're gonna throw coke in this or something, 
Uh, don't drink. Then it. don't drink it. Don't drink Just it. Get something exactly. else. Yeah. Get exactly. something else. Uh, really. Right. I was thinking margarita, not cola. Yeah, you were thinking like a, a more añejo margarita. Yeah. 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 And again, I, I remember where I'm coming from. I'm coming from a person who's not into tequilas. So for me, immediately I have that sort of predisposition to be like, mm, it smells like tequila. It tastes like tequila. Not my jam. So no, but yeah, if you're if you're having to add anything to these three, because these are añejo, these are meant to be had mostly neat mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. right this is not this is not meant to be not mixed. even with ice not even not, not, not even on the rocks right i i think i think you could deal with on the rocks but for example uh b being so sweet if you throw ice in it it's gonna actually feel sweeter right. when you cool it down so you probably don't want to do that at least i don't think so right makes sense the sweetness goes up when you put water in it. yeah typically okay uh when you cool it down the the heat drops and the the uh, the sweetness comes out a little bit more until it gets watered down and then it all goes down. But um, but C could work like that. I think C you could you could drop an ice cube in there and and uh, and have the sweetness sort of elevate to come up to the level of the agave. And I think that could be nice too. So, so yeah, I mean it's just you know when when you're pairing when you're trying all these different things you got to just you got to play with it. Yeah. Right. Don't don't be stuck on anything like you know what Jerry was asking earlier about cutting in. Listen, it's all fair game. Whatever if you works enjoy- for you. Yeah, right? yeah. Whatever works for you. However, if you could take anything from this, from these podcasts that we do and these pairings, is experiment and have fun with it. Don't be afraid to. That's the key. To, have fun to waste two ounces of tequila on an experiment of dropping an ice cube in it. You know, mm-hmm. the end. The world's not going to end. And, right? you, and you might find something that's amazing. Exactly, and and it's all about exploring and trying new things and and messing around with pairings that's what i love about these little pairing segments that we do that we get to just mess around and experiment so in summation Mm -hmm. if you're a tequila person i think c is your jam and if you're not a tequila person i think b is your bag okay fair i i all right so i don't know i always bring it back to like what i would buy and how i would use it i would love to to buy a bottle of B and have it in my freezer mm. for like an after dinner dinner thing or an after party thing. And I wanted to give it to, I wanted to give it to girls. I wanted to give it to guys. I wanted to give it to everybody. I think it would be very well received and it'd be a chilled, like sweet little Ooh. after dinner, like dessert yeah. that I would give everybody. So when's, when's dinner? When, okay, when, when are you, you inviting us? Right, right that now. That sounds really nice. Right now. Uh, my favorite was A. I don't know if it was the glass or what, but A was... The presentation was top-notch. Top-notch. Was the best. I love C, though, for um, flexibility to do stuff. I would never make a... I don't think I would make a cocktail with A, but C, I can do everything. It's a very very versatile... Um, That's fair. You kind of covered all the bases, Ivan. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, no that's fine. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. just messing with you. But I think that the the point of the segment is always to find the best pairing for the cigar and so i'm gonna stick with b as the best pairing even though that's not the tequila that i would drink all the time because i don't enjoy the sweetness so much uh i would say that if i'm going to do that scenario that i painted which was after dinner uh i would definitely do it with b and this cigar because they go really really well together okay i'm a how about you jim i i'm gonna go with b all the time and again i i come from the not a big tequila person, and I think it, it works magnificently with the cigar. 
wow, we we didn't come to a consensus. Yes. No, no that's good. That's a good that's thing. That's great. Uh, and but I am I'm I'm with you on the the C is the most tequila like of the yes. three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're a tequila lover, then whatever C is is probably your ideal. All right. So let's yeah. do the big reveal. reveal and bring some more out, please. <laughs> All right. Now time for the big reveal. Here's Yami. Yami, what do we got? I love the blue glasses. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't read. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. A, Don Roberto Extrañejo. Extrañejo. Extra. Well, it says it, so I figured I'd put it. Oh, right? yeah. B, Sincoro Tequila Añejo. Ah. And C is Maestro Dobel. Dobel. Yep. Dobel. Okay. Añejo Tequila. And they're all 40% alcohol. All well, very good. coming from the sports background that I, I come, I, clearly the, the Sincoro, that's Michael Jordan's tequila. Thank you. I, when, when Yami was saying the Sincoro, uh, Jim is over here shooting a fadeaway <laughs> jumper in the background. <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting the game winner in, in game six over, for, for the over, Bulls. Uh, over Elo. O'Brien Russell. Or Brian Russell. Yeah, there was two of them. There's two classic ones. You pushed off, buddy. Ah! <laughs> that, that's another show, but no, no. You, you, you can't call something on Michael Jordan. And, and, by, and by the way, what... What that bottle? What, that bottle is, is that C? All right. So, uh, which bottle are you looking at? The the, the big tall one, the, the Michael the, Jordan the one, the monsters one, the one that, that fills was, up the room. That was B. Oh, that was the sweet one. That's my guy. The sweet one. That, that's my horse. That is your horse. Uh, so yeah, Maestro Dobel being the most tequila y tequila appropriate because it is a very, you know, it's a very Mexican traditional brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sincoro being uh, the Michael Jordan collaboration. I mean, yeah, goat. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, again, we didn't know what was what, but holy smokes, that Sincoro sweet. I love it. I lo- and I don't have a sweet tooth, but again, not being the tequila guy, it's perfect for me. It's a great introduction. Yep. And then Don Roberto being uh, being a, which worked really nice as well. Awesome, right? So these were all three were very good. Very good. Uh, all right. Anyway, yeah. So be, before before we go, how are we with the with the uh, with the Abu Caribe? Where, where are you right now, Eric? So now I'm not. I haven't had a sip of tequila in I don't know five minutes or so, mm-hmm. and it has come right back, right back to where where we were earlier. Right. So it's got that sweetness to it. It's got that spice to it. Really, still well balanced. I mean, it, it hasn't changed a whole lot. Uh, in a good way. So those flavors that we liked from the get-go are still there. Ivan, where, where's where's the smoky treat for you? Oh, I, you're a little farther down than yeah, me. Yeah, you're like, you're almost done. I think you may be heating you're almost, this thing You're up. almost to the label. No, I'm kidding. You just heated it. I think so. I, I'm getting some more spice out of it now. Mm. You are a lot farther down. So so the farther down you go, uh, you know, the hotter yeah, it gets. Definitely getting more pepper. Yeah, so now everything sort of, of gets it, elevated. Yeah. And I'm with you, Eric. This this cigar has been rock solid. It hasn't changed. It's yeah. great. I'm enjoying it. I love it. And it, it works perfect with these. I think it's because we've me. both been talking a lot and Ivan <laughs> hasn't. That's why he's so much farther ahead. Awesome. He's just been drinking and smoking. <laughs> I love tequila episodes. Living living the good life. I think tequila will be the uh, the norm yeah. for, for him, no matter what we do. Yeah. Hey, we want to thank our folks at, at Total Wine. And as always, Perfect Pairings is brought to you by Total Wine and More where you'll always find the right bottle at the right price with their lowest price guarantee. Visit Total Wine & More at TotalWine.com.
Com. Time for our share a smoke segment. Ivan's going to meet up with Pablo Estadas of Total Wine and More. All right. Today we are joined by Pablo Estadas, the general manager at Certified Wine and Spirits Professional at Total Wine and More. He is a great friend of ours and he's a fellow cigar lover. Yes, Pablo, hey, thanks thank for you. joining us today. What an amazing present uh, introduction there, man. Never oh, man. man I used to do this on the on the dating game. So. Yeah. <laughs> you feel I, special. Thanks. <laughs> how you been, my brother? How's good, everything? Man. Hey, good, man. Good. Hanging in there. Everything's good, man. Everything's cool? Yeah, everything's cool, you know? Just uh, doing my thing with the spirits and wine, selling wine every day. That's a, you work at a you work at a very very good place. Let, let, you're by the way, Total Wine and More is one of our is our sponsor of our perfect pairing section. It is our favorite part of the show uh, and the store. I don't want to plug this just because you are our sponsors, but it is like a Disney World when I walk in there. It is one of my favorite places to go to. I mean, this is not. I'm just. I'm not pushing product here, but I go in there. It puts a smile on my face. It's a great place to visit. And you get to work there on a daily basis and help people out. T tell us a little bit about how that is and, and how it is working there. Oh, it's great. So uh, most people walk in there for the first time. They feel like when they're a kid and they walked into a toy store and uh, they want everything, you know. But mom and dad were there to slap your wrist and tell you you can't. But now as an adult, there's no one to stop you. So it's that same it's that same feeling you know <laughs> it's that same feeling i have the credit card now though yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so uh so it's that same feeling so you know carry um over 8000 wines 3000 spirits uh 2000 beers from everywhere so it's a great place for 200 cigars we have uh we consider ourselves one of the largest um retailers of cigars uh, we have over 200 stores um in the cigar industry you guys call it the brick and mortars cigars so we have walk-in humidors in uh pretty much every store that we have and uh a wide a variety of cigars and great prices so uh great place you know, everything that you need is there you know i mean i've obviously we're in the cigar industry so i know that cigars are a big part of total wine and more it's not in the name but i mean we know it's a big part of it when i travel it's an even bigger part of it because for example here in miami where we're based out of i mean we have a lot of cigar uh, retailers. So we're not really thinking, you know, I, I have local cigar stores that are right like down the street of my house. I have to drive a little bit further to get to Total Wine. But outside of Miami, when the when the cigar retailers are less, Total Wine is a destination that you go to when you go buy cigars and everything else that you need. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that's what we strive for. You know, we have all the great products, service. We train everybody highly on products, certifications, on wine, spirits, cigars, uh, so when you go in there, you have educated people that can talk you, talk to you and uh, guide you in the right direction, you know. But you are a real-life cigar smoker like we are. Correct. So Correct. how did you get into smoking cigars? Uh, cigars, um, I think when I was in my early 20s, um, first cigar that I smoked was actually, uh, I think it was a buddy of ours, uh, uh, Juan, gave me a cigar playing golf one day. Well, the first one wasn't that great. I, I, I got a little sick. It was a strong Maduro they gave Same me. Same thing happened to me. Yeah. And then, um, but you develop, you know, you acquired a taste for it. And uh, after that, you know, it was a social thing and, and ended up falling in love with it. And it's just like when you're drinking a great wine or you're drinking, you know, a, a nice spirit or something, you know, you can appreciate it. You can taste the different flavors in it and, you know, you're, and speak about it and, and, and enjoy it. So, and uh, 
you know, and if you're an aficionado of other things too, wine or spirits, you know, I mean, cigars pair well with them as well. So it just all intertwines together. So it's, uh, you know, I, that, I love it, you know. What do you personally like? Uh, I personally like Maduro. I like to drink, I like some stronger cigars. Um, it depends on the mood. Sometimes I'm playing sure. golf. I'll, you know, I like to smoke something a little bit lighter, you know. Um, but, you know, uh, everything's pretty good. This right here that you gave me right now is a great, great stick. Wow, you're a professional. You you know how to segue into this. So <laughs> so today we are smoking the Avo Sincro Caribe. Okay. So what do you, what are you thinking of that so far? I think this is great. Um, um, pretty smooth on it. Um, I'm getting a lot of. I mean, I'm 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 drinking it right now with a añejo tequila, so kind of pairing it. So I'm kind of getting the uh, the soft, like um, almost like a creaminess that's coming out of the cigar, pairing with pairing with this as well. Very good. Yeah, I don't find it overly strong, but I no. do find it very creamy, and it has a lot of complexity in it. Yeah, it's very good. No, this is an excellent cigar. This I is a brand it. new cigar into the market. You know, it's a it's a Dominican cigar. It has an Ecuadorian binder. And then it has some uh, filler that's uh, Dominican and Nicaraguan, so it's got a it's got a lot of complexity and a lot of di- diversity in the blend. So it's 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 a very interesting cigar. So oh, very nice. Thank you for it. No, of yeah, course. Really that's good. what we do around here. Yeah, we smoke cigars. <laughs> <laughs> so we're also uh, dink- drinking tequilas. I mean, and and we're doing a uh, a blind tasting, which will you which you will be providing. Yeah. Uh, later on so uh tell us a little about tequila maybe uh, just in general like as a category how does it sell at the store how do you like it um yeah just tell, tell yeah. us about that so it's an interesting category that over the last um i would say maybe five um six years is a category that's definitely gotten a lot more uh, interest in it um you know you have different categories uh you know american whiskey is huge uh, vodka is huge but tequila has just taken off and the industry has changed uh, a lot where, you know, the, you know, people were drinking $50 tequilas before a couple of years ago. And now, you know, they're buying $100 tequilas with no shame and they like them. But it's, 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 it's a little bit different, you know, in the past, you know, maybe in their 90s, people were drinking mixed tequilas, which I can explain to you after. But and, you know, cheaper tequilas. And now they're drinking, you know, añejos, reposados, 100% agave, high quality tequilas, and they've acquired a taste for it. So, yeah. so people's palates are evolving to some, to the higher quality. Exactly, exactly. So, in high, higher quality and a higher price point overall, people are willing to pay more just because you know they, they prefer the the better quality stuff. They prefer the quality, and they like the fact that you know if you're drinking good tequila, you know, there's a misconception of you know people like no, I I don't like tequila and it gets me sick, you know and we all have that experience maybe when we were young and we, you know, we drank, we drank an inexpensive tequila and too much of it and woke up that, you know, maybe we never want to drink again. I mean, Sing it, brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's a little different now, you know, it's, you know, if you're drinking high quality. I don't know. You know, it's, 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 it's a whole different experience, man. It's a whole different experience. And, and it's, and it's a great category. I mean, there's people who are into whiskeys that can enjoy a really nice aged, you know, tequila and they can sip on it as well and enjoy all the flavors out of it. They do as a nice whiskey as well. So I think there are a lot of parallels in the in the tequila industry as there is in the in the tobacco industry, because people's palates, again, they evolve and they 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 want better quality stuff that are, that are produced better, maybe at a higher price point. And then that produces a, a higher demand for it. So there's you know, there's more scarcity in the product. Correct. So, I mean, I, it, 
it's hard to get like wrapper tobacco in the cigar industry, but I imagine agave is, is similar. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it is, it's not, and there's some shortages that have happened over the last couple of years because the category has increased so high and, uh, the category has just jumped up and, uh, and because of that, you know, people are drinking more and it's, you know, and, and tequila is not something you can make in 30 days, you know, mature blue agave, it's seven to 10 years for it to mature fully. And once you make the tequila, you cut it, it's gone. You got to grow it back. So think about it. If you're making a certain amount of tequila and you're just increasing the sales, they're trying to they're trying to fill the orders. They're like backed up on orders because they're still trying to produce and catch up and catch up on it. And that's why it's pervaded. Uh, that's why there's been over the last couple of years some shortages with some brands where um, they're producing more, they're buying more agave, they're buying more, getting more land to to plant more because of that. Is there? Um, you said it takes seven to ten years. Yeah. Um, to 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 produce fully, the the full well to grow a fully mature uh, agave plant and once it you fully grow it to get the difference in the silver the reposado the añejo is are there age differences there yes it, there's different ones so your your blanco is basically it, it's it's your true expression of maybe that person making the agave making the tequila because that's it's not aged um up to two months it could be aged you know but mostly not really aged only up to two months as a Blanco. So some people enjoy that because it's a, it's not in a barrel. It's a true expression of what, what they're making, their tequila. You can taste it from there. Um, and then from the Blanco, you got um, something called, um, rep, you have a Reposado, which is two, two months aged to maximum a year. Um, and it's in a barrel. Um, and then you have Añejo, which is one to three years. And then you also have extra Añejo that's over three years. So what that does is the complexity changes when you're aging these 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 tequilas and barrels, you know, just like just like other spirits. You know, the longer it sits in the barrel, it's going to capture more flavors from that barrel. and It's going to change the complexity and the flavor in the tequila. Very interesting. So, I mean, it could be, you know, from start to finish, like 13 years before an añejo gets planted and it gets drunk. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why some of the categories we're talking about tequila. That's why some other categories uh have you heard a lot recently in the last couple of years some people didn't hear hear about mezcal mezcal has picked up as well um mezcal is a different agave plant um it's not like the uh the blue agave and uh a mezcal plant you know matures in about you know three years a year to three years sometimes they cut them early it's a different process you know where they make that and smoke it so they can produce some uh they can produce some mezcals a lot faster so that category is taken off because they're they're promoting that a lot as well too to kind of counteract some of the you know some of the shortages that before. Now it's it's kind of caught up. They're trying they're 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 a little bit more caught up now with with the sales. Um, so you don't see that impact. But it but it's but it's interesting. I mean it's a category that um, that's grown. I mean tremendously tremendously. And um, you know if you're a if you if you own tequila you're making tequila you're you're in the right category. <laughs> the guests at my at my house parties don't love the mezcal. I love it. I love it for cocktails. Like I like I love making margaritas with it to give a little spicy note to it. But I try to force it down my you know my friends' throat, and they don't they don't like. It. My wife doesn't like it. But you gotta I, like that smokiness. Yeah, that's you know? what it is. It's, a, it's just like a whiskey. Those peaty whiskeys that are smoky. It's, it's got an acquired taste. Some are smokier than others. You gotta like it. If you're not into that, different. But uh, but a smoky. 
Uh, you make a margarita with a mezcal, like a smoky ma- margarita. Oof. It's delicious. I love it. Yeah, me too. I, I, what else do you like uh, having with tequila? Like, how um, do you? Like, I mean, ha- if it's an aged tequila, I like to drink it neat. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of cocktails. People make that. They make a fam- a, a paloma, uh, which with which great uh, grapefruit. Um, there's so many versions of margaritas now people make. You know, I think the other day I had a spicy mango margarita. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. So, so, so many different options for it. Fucking getting old. I can't have anything spicy anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you bring the spice. <laughs> so, I mean, we're having we have like a mishmash here of, of tequilas that we're smoking with a cigar. Um, you're having uh, an añejo. What what uh what are you getting in this pairing that you're doing with the cigar here? What how do you how do you feel it pairs? Um, with the añejo, I, I mean, I think it pairs. Uh, I would with this particular cigar, I'd probably go with more of the reposado. This uh, this is an extra añejo I'm drinking. It's a little, it's a, it's 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 got a lot of complexity, a lot of um, you know, a lot of oakiness, a lot of caramelness in there because it's sat in the barrel. So a lot of vanilla notes, and it's kind of kind of overpowers this 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 cigar a little bit. Um, I, I, I just poured it. I had a Reposado earlier when I first started the, the cigar, and I think it paired a little bit. It paired better, balanced. It's just like anything when you're pairing anything. When you pair um, your spirits or you pair wine with food, you don't want one to overpower the other. You want them to complement each other. Complement. Exactly. Right. So so I would say not the extra añejo with this stick, but definitely a silver or the Reposado is, is, is really good. Very nice. But And, and again, this, this cigar... The notes, it's, I mean, same as same as these spirits. I mean, you can get very strong or very, very mild cigars. This is a very middle of the road. It's not going to overpower anything. And it's going to allow for the flavors of the tequila to come through because it's it's so well balanced. And it has, you know, it has a lot of like uh, complexity in the, in the notes of it. Um, let me ask you something. You already mentioned about um, the cigar sales at Total Wine. Um, what are people buying? Like, uh, are there specific brands that people go in there? Like, is it, is it a, is it a high end consumer? Is it, or is it all over the place? It's all over the place. It's balanced. Yeah. It's a balance. Yeah. I mean, people walk into the stores and now they can get, you know, they can get a, they can get the, you know, inexpensive bundles that are not very expensive. And then, you know, they can get some of the, you know, some of the, the old, more aged cigars, you know, some of the Padrones, some of the. The rock, different, different, different cigars like the Rocky Patels, different things that we have. So we carry multiple brands. So something for everybody. We're not just you know one. It's a, it's, it's very nice. I mean, walk very walk, nice walk-in humidors, and uh, and there's a lot of people are surprised. They're not there. They weren't. They didn't know that we sold cigars. So a lot of times people walk in, they're like, well, wow, you sell cigars, and uh, and it's great. And the prices are amazing. So I mean, it's a great place to buy to pick up your sticks at. It's a great to, place to buy anything. I, I'll tell you how I do my purchases there. I love to 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 do all my research online. I'm like the the total like internet geek that likes to look at ratings. I mean, we're for a cigar magazine that that's what we do. But yeah. but I love to like go in there and look at okay, w- what are people saying about this tequila? Uh, w- where is it produced? Is it in stock? And I like like putting it away in my little shopping cart, you know, and save it for later. And then when I'm ready to make a purchase, I like to like hit it and then, all right, go get it. I'm so excited about it. I mean, I think that's like one of the best features. But the opposite of that is just walking into like a store and say, okay, I like this label. I don't know much about tequilas. 
and I and I go in there and 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 I just have to judge a tequila basically on the packaging, right? Okay. Total Wine. I'm either doing that uh, online with like ratings and reviews and putting it in a shopping cart, or you can go into the store and then you guys have the the recommended spirits by each employee, which I think is great. It's like a little shelf talker. So yeah. you know what Pablo says, this is the one to drink, which you already do with us yeah. in person. <laughs> but I mean, this is like you walk through the aisles, you see it there and it's like, this is the one he's drinking. I want this one. Correct. I think it's a great, it's a great, it's great. The employees get to pick their favorite items. And then, and, and then you always have, you always have the employees that are there too, to help you. They're trained. You know, if you're in that tequila aisle, there's, there's somebody that's trained that, that knows, you know, tequila from those all the one-on-ones knows everything about tequila and they can guide you and show you different things and then we do samplings at the stores too there's many items if you want to try them before you buy them we'll, we'll let you try a lot of things there too so before you buy it so it's a it's a great experience you know yeah so well you can invite me over to any samplings you guys are having over <laughs> there i'm always down for that that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so t- tell me what what uh what's going on? Are we gonna keep drinking here? And no, uh, we drink drinking, man. This this these tequilas. I mean, you, you you invited me to come over here and smoke cigars and talk tequila and drink tequila. I mean, we we don't have a bad gig either. No, I mean this is this 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 doesn't hurt. This is great for a Friday. <laughs> that's right. We can do this every Friday. I'm down to do this every Friday. But. So so besides uh totalwine.com is there any other way that uh consumers can or, or our listeners can reach out right reach out to you guys and see what you guys have going on uh the best thing is that they download the total wine app it's a new app that we have which is great which uh oh that so sounds you awesome your, you get your points you get everything you do it through the app you can buy online you can purchase there tracks your tracks your sales you get your points your loyalty points your dollars your discounts everything's on there to not just not just because I work for them, but it's actually a really well made app. So that that's that's one of the best things that you have there. Very very cool. Well, I have to download that so you guys can start uh, sending me uh, text notifications while I'm driving by one of your stores. Hey, dummy, you're driving by a Total Wine. Stop in here. And you can see your your past purchases. You can see what you what you've liked, what you didn't like. You know, if you have a recommendation and. Uh, and we, you know, we can track, you know, we can track, we can track what you're buying to sell. You know, you can look it up mm. so you can see, you know, how much, how much, uh, how much you bought the last week before. I don't know if you want your wife to see your app, see how much you're, how oh, you're buying. Oh. But she drinks most of it. So. Oh, okay. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would hate to let the cat out of the bag, but I mean, you do all of our, um, our recommendations for our for our perfect pairings for our five to try if you re, uh, if you catch those in the print edition um wh- what other spirit car- categories could we be looking at in the future what do you think is hot and and worth uh worth trying um we definitely we need to do we've done whiskeys we've done there's a lot there's a lot going on with uh ready to drink items too so uh, it's called RTD, so ready to drinks, which, which is pre-made cocktails already, like in cans and ready to go. And that's a huge category, which has taken off as well. It's very good. Again, Easy I, people just want to open something and, and drink it. And in the past, you know, now the quality is there. So you have a lot of different brands with high quality, you know, ready to drink items that are that are great. And, um, even popsicles, frozen popsicles that taste like margarita, different flavored margaritas. Oof. 
that we have, you know. Oh, that sounds. You know what? That's not football season co- is coming up. You're saying this, and the first thing that comes to my mind is I don't want to be in a tailgate party mixing a cocktail or, or I have something in a can that's yeah, ready some, to go. Yeah, it's in the cooler, ready to go, like a beer. But you open it up, you can get like you get a margarita, a paloma, a Moscow Mule, ready to drink, and uh, great quality. And that, that's that's good stuff, man. I highly recommend that stuff. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, and then and then keep on and then. The tequilas, man, you got to keep on drinking tequilas, you know, you got to make up new stories with tequila. Not like when you were a kid and you got sick. Now it's you know. it's my no, it's my favorite. It's my go to new, new experiences, new experiences. I, it's my go to when I go out and I know it's going to be a long drinking night. I, I, I go tequila for sure. I, I prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's the brown stuff gets me, but like I'll start drinking tequila and I'm fine. But that's. <laughs> For another story and another podcast, guys. So, Pablo, I think I think that's about it, man. Do you uh, have uh, anything else to share with us? No, I mean, um, I can. You know, when you drink tequila, you have different experiences. It brings a personality out in everybody, I think. And uh, you know, and um, if you want, I'll leave you. I'll leave you with a tequila joke, if that's okay with you. Oh my God, that would be great. You want a tequila joke? Hit us. All right, so uh, guy's walking and he's in Jalisco. Right, Pancho. He's walking in Jalisco. He's walking down the street, and there's this old tequila bottle in on the floor. And he sees it, he picks it up, and he's trying to open. He can't. And it says, "Rub me." So he starts rubbing the tequila bottle, and this genie comes out. A genie, Mexican genie, out of a tequila <laughs> bottle. Okay, <laughs> true story. And uh, <laughs> so this genie comes out, looks at him. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna grant you one wish, whatever you want." And Pancho goes. Sure. I love tequila. I want to be able to, I want to be able to pee tequila. He's like, pee tequila? Yeah, pee tequila. I want the best tequila in the world. When I pee, I want it to be the best tequila in the world. He says, okay, no problem. Granted, he goes home, gets a cup, pees in the cup. He's hesitant. He smells it. Smells like tequila. Takes a sip. Oh my God, this is the best tequila I've ever drinking in the world. This is amazing. Calls his wife over. He's like, come over here, try this. Shows her, tells her what happened. She doesn't believe him. She tries it. This is amazing. He's on a Wednesday night. Thursday, comes back from work, takes two glasses, pees in, pees in both of them. Honey, come here. Let's try this tequila again. Oh, they both drink the tequila. Great. Next night, Friday night, comes home. He goes, hey, honey, bring a glass. She brings a glass. He pees in it, and she goes, Oh yeah, y por qué one glass? Today's Friday, honey. Tonight you drink from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and with that one, folks, we bid you farewell. Please tip your waitresses. <laughs> Pablo will be here all week. Thanks for joining us, man. It was no, a great time. Thank you. My pleasure, man. Thank you for having us. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez. 
who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto, the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one, and tell them Jasper sent you. Always an amazing conversation with Pablo Estades of Total Wine and More, right? Thanks, Pablo. He's a great guy. Good stuff, man. And they provide all our spirits for the perfect pairings. Never a bad time. Pablo's been a, a great collaborator with the magazine for years now. So every time you see, you know, not just this segment, but also in the magazine, five the to Five to Try segment is, mm-hmm. is always uh, supplied by Total Wine and... And that entire connection was was uh, was a result of Pablo. So, shout out Pablo! All right, time to put a bow on this edition of the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. It. And one of our favorite segments is "What did we learn today?" And I'm coming to you, Ivan. What did you learn today? I'll tell you what I learned is that there's other folks out there that are just like me that <laughs> cut and light their cigars. Thanks, Jerry, <laughs> uh, for sending in your question. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, I also cut and light the same way you do when, whenever I don't have time for stuff and you know, I make do, but I use, I use saliva. I don't use tectin. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Stay away from tetanus. I'm glad I'm not the only one feeling gravity's pull after this tequila right now. <laughs> Eric, what did you learn today, my friend? Man, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm digging the, uh, the Avo Synchro Caribe. Yep. I love that combination of, of Dominican uh, Davidoff type cigar uh, tobacco with uh, that Nicaraguan blend. I, you know what? We've been a fan of that of that combination for a while. But, you know, we gave the Davidoff Nicaragua the number one years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and this feels like that, right? It has, a, it has that same sort of combination of, of Dominican uh, flavors with that Nica. So I, I dig it. So really well done. Yeah, and I know you're going to laugh at me, but once again, Davidoff to me is on the Mount Rushmore of cigar companies, manufacturers, producers. Yeah. yeah and, sure. you know, now that they've got Avo under their sort of umbrella, uh, this this Avo Caribe as advertised. Yeah. It, it is a, you know, beach in the Caribbean, chilling, enjoying, hearing the waves crashing. Very good smoke. Very good smoke. And for the non tequila guy, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan goat, came through. The goat. And hey, if you like the show, give us five stars, write a review. It always helps. And make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Great amount of content on there that you may dig. Uh, you know what? In terms of uh, content, like uh, reviews. Sorry, this guy, uh, CBFL0022. Legend. Yeah. He recently uh, he gave us five stars. So shout out. Thank you, sir. He said, great cigar podcast. He said, fun but informative about cigars and the cigar industry. And then in all caps, he wrote, just need more episodes. So 
Need more, what do you, what do you, need what do you, more cowbell. Need more cowbell, need more booze, need, need more, more cigars. Episodes. So, in other words, you're telling me we have to smoke more cigars and drink more spirits. It's tough, Jim. Oh, it's a tough good. job. You're breaking my arm. Right? right. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. We will be on it, CBFL002. For my guys, Ivan Ocampo and Eric Calvino, I'm Jim Rodriguez. We'll talk to you next time on the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. Later, y'all. See ya. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.